Welcome to Cloudy with a Chance of Trust, a podcast for digital transformation leaders where we discuss the latest cyber attack issues, enterprise security strategies, and current security events so that you can successfully accelerate network and security transformation. And now here's what's on our mind this week. Hi, everybody. I'm Pam Kubitowski, Senior Director of Transformation Strategy here at Zscaler, and joining me is Lisa Lorenzen. Lisa, are you out there? I am. I'm also a Director of Transformation Strategy here. We've got a really fun topic this week, which is last week we had our internal mid-year conference, and there was a ton of great information shared. What did you think was the most interesting piece of that conference for you? Oh, my God, Lisa. There were so many parts of it. I think that the actual customer interviews for the main stage I thought those were great. I love the fact of hearing from the customer, you know, going through their journey and not just about, you know, the journey itself, but all the various pieces, whether it was, you know, the cost and complexity or, or the technology itself or the security related to it. And then being able to go ahead and for us to sit back and kind of talk about what do we hear and then walk through what that actual focus was. I think the other thing was, I loved some of the actual booths. I don't know if you, um, how many of those you attended, but were there any booths that stuck out in your mind? I know there was a couple in mine. Oh yeah. So I went to all the booths and I think they did a really great job of making a fun experience that nevertheless really made us think a little deeper, a little differently about how our solutions help our customers. There were a couple of booths that did movie posters where they gave us some template movie posters with the text stripped off and we had a topic like Zscaler digital experience. So we were supposed to make a movie poster for digital experience. And it's a really good exercise in boiling down what is the most important thing we want to convey if we only have a movie title and like two blurbs. Which was your favorite of the booths? So I gotta say, being on the customer side and being in IT, my entire career, I've never attended a sales meeting, okay? And so when they asked me to actually go ahead and a couple of us to do the personas, the playbooks for um, the various personas and do a booth for it, I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, what are, you know, are the, is everybody gonna join and just ask questions? They're like, well, no, we wanna make it the mass singer, kind of a knockoff of that. And I'm like, I thought to myself, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me, <laughs> right? And I'm thinking to myself, this is, this is kind of ridiculous. And then once we actually did it and they're playing the music and, you know, I have a microphone that's adjusting the voice, right. And, and masking it. I had a blast. And I think what was really cool about it is I wasn't sure the message was going to get out there. And the message was what persona am I? Am I a CIO? Am I a head of networks? Am I a CISO? Right. And they had to ask me questions to try to figure out who I was. And in doing so, do you know that there were only out of four sessions I hosted, there was only the last session and it was somebody who knew me that realized I was head of networking because the networking team, I think so many of our, um, of our people don't really realize that, you know, the cyber groups have only really been around eight to 10 years, right? And those are in big organizations. Otherwise, it was the network team that was responsible for firewalls, was responsible for VPN, was really responsible for securing that edge. And it's interesting because in almost all the sessions, they thought I was the CISO because that networking role being responsible for the budget, being responsible for securing the edge, they kept going back and forth 
Um, and, and it was great. And I think so many of them were like, wow, we didn't really think of how important the networking role really is to securing data. I, I don't know if you, you know, if you have any thoughts on that. That's a fantastic point. And I think it really speaks to some of the changes that are driving adoption of the secure access service edge. As the network function changes, the role of security and the role of the networking team are shifting. And it's very different depending on the maturity level of the company too. If you have a company that's long established and got a very mature infrastructure and network and security team, I think those, in my experience, are the places that are more likely to have a very tight coupling with networking and security, where the networking team either owns security functions or works very closely with the security team. Whereas my experience is that newer companies, they're much more likely to have security of application access and data be owned by a dedicated security team and networking is more of an infrastructure function that maybe is considered transport, but maybe less responsible for security. Do you think it splits that way? Bigger companies or older companies versus newer, smaller companies? No, I think I think you're right. I, I really do because you know it's interesting because like in my former role, cyber was responsible for creating the policies. And and when I mean policies, it, it's so interesting because I had a conversation with a customer recently. And policy, when, when cyber creates a policy, it doesn't mean they're administering the policy. They're actually creating a policy then that the network team, in my former role, we as a network group would actually configure and then operate it, right? We, we would enforce the policy based on the technology then. And so, and then, the, and also the cyber team would create what are the requirements? What has to be secured? What are the requirements of how are they requiring us to secure it? But that the network team, again, would be, the, would be the operational arm of it and actually do all the work because in our instance, cyber wasn't 24 by seven unless there was an incident where the network team, the operations team was 24 by seven. So I do see that and I see, I see companies getting caught up and, and I see that a lot with that structure in a lot of the big multinationals, right? Where there's very distinct roles and areas of responsibilities. Also, you create checks and balances then, right? Where yeah. the cyber team is, is really checking and in, in, in having those controls where the network team is the one um, actually executing. Where, like you said, the, some of the smaller, the newer companies that cyber team has taken more of a active role in the daily operational pieces where you typically saw that previously in just the network area. Yeah. I think what this underscores for me, frankly, is that layer eight, the political layer, the human layer <laughs> is still the most complicated layer. And it's the one that is the most divergent across the many, many organizations that we work with it really helps when thinking about solution design, when thinking about transformation, to think about a layer eight transformation as well as whatever network and security yeah. changes are happening. Well, and, and Lisa, I think the other thing is, is that I, I don't know, you know, so often I attend meetings with customers and it's, we're getting into a company via the, the, the security group, right? Mm -hmm. I think there has to be an, an equal focus on the network team and making sure that what are they responsible for and 
how can we help solve for the situations they need to solve for? It's not just about the cyber team. And I think sometimes that, that kind of gets missed. Definitely. That's a great point too. Mm -hmm. One of the other so, things I was really enjoying with halftime was the breakouts. There was an opportunity to talk with product management to really get a deep dive into some of the interesting newer offerings, cloud workload protections, eScaler digital experience, or newer components to some of the more mature solutions like the private service edge in Zscaler private access. I think we have a huge amount of development that happened, especially towards the end of 2020, that's either recently released or is gonna be coming out over the next six months. And seeing the solution space for Zscaler zero trust offerings expand like this is really encouraging. Oh, I, I completely agree. I think um, I, I think it's phenomenal how it's all you know the future vision of the products we have today, and then how they're being expanded upon going forward. I think though one of the things I think that also is beneficial with this with whether it's the SKO or the halftime is for everybody to come together and hear what other people are asking in these booths, right, in these yeah. sessions, because let's face it. It was easy in the past to sell ZIA because, okay, well, CASB was part of it. But now that they're kind of breaking out into independent solutions, because we're really a player there now, we're yesterday, well, maybe you'd Microsoft, well, now we, you can use us. I think sometimes it gets complicated being more of a um, product that can stand on its own. How do you actually approach, how does that solve by itself? Does that make sense? It really does. And I think one of the angles to approach that problem is really just focusing on use cases. Instead of saying, here's a technology, what can I do with it? I really like to start with, what are you trying to accomplish? You know, Do you have a pain point or do you have a migration underway? Or do you have a user community that has a very specific unmet need? And then we can walk outward from there to say, okay, if you're trying to secure remote work, for example, Zscaler private access is the obvious place to start, but there's a Zscaler internet access component. You need to get them to your on-premise apps. You need to get them to your private apps in the public cloud. You also need to protect their outbound traffic and then have visibility into performance and sort of walk through all the different elements of that. Whereas a different use case like third-party access may apply some of the same tools, maybe not all the same tools, maybe not in the same way. So I really like to start with who's doing what and right. then figure out how we can simplify or accelerate that. No, I think that's, I, I think you're right on. It's all about solving for a pain point because if they don't have a pain point, then why change? Exactly. Right? And so I think focusing on that, but I think at the same time, you can't get hung up on that because when you know it gets hung up on that, then you lose sight of what you possibly could do. It is definitely possible to get too focused on the tactical address of a problem. And it's really valuable to take a deep breath when you can and put that problem into a larger context to say, okay, we have a strategic initiative for zero trust and we need to enable this third party to get access to these three apps. How can we solve the problem in the context of the larger goal? Absolutely, because there's always something to be solving for. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. 
<laughs> well, well, with that, I think this was great. I think, uh, you know, any other last thoughts? I think we'll be looking at more problems to solve in a couple weeks. So I'll look forward to talking with you then. Sounds great. Have a good day, everybody. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Cloudy with a Chance of Trust with myself, Lisa Lorenzen, and my colleague, Pam Kubiatowski. Check back with your podcast provider regularly for more episodes. Pam and I are directors of transformation strategy at Zscaler. You can find our profiles on LinkedIn or reach out to us and other CXO transformation leaders in the Zscaler CXO community LinkedIn group. Zscaler is a zero trust exchange inline cloud security provider for some of the largest companies on the Forbes Global 2000. Find out more about Zscaler at zscaler.com. Copyright 2021.